everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. Last week you heard from one of the world's leading biblical counselors and syndicated radio hosts of the immensely popular Hope for the Heart and Hope in the Night radio broadcasts, a live call-in program that allows the guest a safe place to unload their heart, their hopes, and their dreams. Heard on over a thousand radio stations in over 60 countries and on six continents, my next guest has been helping millions for the last 30 years to truly overcome in every way. In her latest must-read, Conflict Resolution, June Hunt shares the journey to overcoming conflict. So needed in today's world. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony Always an honor, Miss June Hunt. June, welcome back to Testimony. Thank you. Thank you so very much. It's a joy to be back with you. Well, it's always great to have you, June. In our last segment, you talked about the nature and types of people that cause conflicts and why conflict is really not something any of us can avoid, but that there is a solution God's way, which is what I want to get into in our second segment here. We were talking about, or rather, you were talking about a type of person known as the weasel. Can you explain? Well, these are avoiders. There are attackers and avoiders, and and the attackers are the wolves, the snakes, the hornets. Um, And then here you have avoiders, the turtle, the chameleon, and the weasel. And you know, when I was trying to think of this, I thought, how do we, how do we really display what really is going on? And you know, once you look at uh, nature, you can see the turtle, you know, ducking into the shell, uh, not wanting to face what's going on. I would be more the avoider. That would be natural for me. Um, uh, the chameleon, you know, what, what what color do you want me to change to be? You know, being people pleaser. Uh, and then the weasel. By the way, I don't think Jesus was any of these. He was definitely not <laughs> an avoider. Uh, but yet, I was. And uh, the weasel can... Um, I just thought it was funny to use weasel words. I mean, the concept of using weasel words when you're trying to weasel out of difficulty. And so I would tell my dad growing up, because um, there was great conflict at home, uh, I would say anything that would keep him from getting angry. I, I was fearful of his explosions because I had been only once really subject to his uh, physical abuse and he just wore out beating me. And so uh, wow. I, um, but, but that did shut me up. That really shut me down. And um, I did not ever confront him again about anything because I was confronting him about his multiple affairs. Um, and I was, I think, 14 and it did not go well at all when I did my confrontation. He said, I'm not a Christian. I don't have to go by Christian ethics. But the point is, at times, children are into survival. I mean, and they survive however they can. But the problem is, if we have a pattern of life, it can be brought then into our adulthood. And it's not an issue of survival. It's just 
habit. It's a coping mechanism. And so at times I found myself this combination between the chameleon and the weasel. Uh, in other words, I, I intentionally would... I didn't make up stuff like, oh, I've just come back from Paris, France. It, it wasn't to feel significant. I was fearful. And so if I thought somebody could be really angry, then I would change the truth. I didn't think of myself as lying. I just needed to tell things differently. And yet I was lying, you know. But uh, and, and so I really began to be bothered by this. Um, I, th I thought, why am I not feeling guilty? Why am I not feeling guilty? Because that was really the unusual thing. Because I had become a Christian. And now it's been several years, and I knew I would change the truth. When you say change the truth, June, in what way? I would try to make something sound different. Uh, you know, taking it out of, um, I mean, like if Dad were to ask me a question, I thought he'd be upset or get angry. I would just tell, I'd say whatever I needed to say so that he wouldn't be upset. Now problem with that, though, is then later I became a youth director. Here I'm called by June, the so-and-so, you know, Brenda Johnson has visited our church, and uh, she is uh, 14, and I'd like for you to contact and invite her to our church. I said, I'll be happy to. Three weeks later, she calls back, Mrs. Mrs. C, and uh, <laughs> you didn't call Brenda Johnson, and I I, I, you know, all of a sudden panic. I go, and I go, oh, oh, yes, I did. And we had a wonderful talk. <laughs> Everything's fine. And she went, oh, I didn't realize that. She hangs up the phone. So what do I do? Well, you lied. Well, yeah, but what do I do after that? I pick up the phone. <laughs> I call Brenda Johnson. Hi, this is June Hunt from the church, and I just want to welcome you to a part and I would love to come visit you and so everything was fine see so as long as I could make it okay I didn't feel guilty and but see that was all based on the past I, I mean I, I could just I mean I should have said oh no I forgot I'm so sorry I'll get onto it right away that that message that I wrote got buried and I'm so so sorry now that's that's mature but I wasn't and uh, what I'm trying to say is about uh, a year ago I taught on the topic of lying. We had, I do nine hour seminars um, about eight times a year and if this is on lying. you have any idea what percentage of the population lies? I would imagine a good percentage. Mm -hmm. It's 94 percent of the population regularly lies. This wow. is a, a poll where people were asked and they admitted. And there are different categories if it's in a dating relationship or the work relationship or the home. But the point is, I, I remember I remembered when I taught this many, many years ago, and I thought it was 93%, but I was wrong. It's now 94 and 96, depends on which um, area. But the point is, this is an epidemic issue, but it's so well hid by those who cleverly lie. The point is, we, 
we can't have peace with God. We can't fully have peace with God, not in the will of God. And that's why we have to go to war over the issues where we are not handling life in the right way. June, let me ask you a question. How much does a spirit of rejection have to do with someone telling a lie? If, indeed, they have not processed the pain of that rejection, they can lie to feel significant. See, there are three inner needs we all have. Three inner needs for love, significance, and security. Those who've been rejected, if they are struggling with that God-given need not being met, they can feel it's right to enhance their stories. Now, it's not true, and they can get away with it a lot of the time. They will. Good liars do. But they will also be caught. And likewise, and this is what I have found with lying, it's either they're trying to feel significant or they're trying to feel secure. I wasn't trying to feel significant. I was scared. I was afraid, like, well, if you knew me, you wouldn't want me. I had a lot of rejection. Dad, and, you know, you're never told I love you or how was your day. Never anything that was personal. So I think the issue is to look at what is the cause, but not say, oh, therefore, it's okay for me because I missed out this need being met in my life, so it's okay for me to lie. No, it's not. Uh, And by the way, when I went to war over this, I I kept thinking, what what am I going to do? Because I kept finding myself doing what I didn't want to do, and that would be changing the truth. Uh, again, lying. But I I finally thought, oh, wait a minute. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. Mm -hmm. So if I am truly going to do what God tells me I am predestined to do, we're all predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, Romans 8.29. We are predestined to be conformed to the character of Christ, those of us who are Christians, because we have Christ living in us. So I've got to represent the truth, got to tell the truth, because Jesus is the way, the truth. And that helped me, that meant I had to go to war over not just lying, but those who would get angry. Anger is a fabulous fear tactic to use to control people. And so I periodically would have somebody in my life who I had put in a position of authority, and yet they would use anger on me, and I would cave in. I, I would just uh, retreat, and at times didn't make decisions that I should have, even in ministry. And I, I had people say, June, why do you let someone talk to you this way? Why don't you stop it? And I thought, I don't, I can't. I, I don't have a choice. Well, that was wrong. I did have a choice. But I didn't feel like it, so I needed to heal. Well, the closer we are in our relationship with the Lord, the less desperate we are for acceptance and attachment. The truth is, everyone will not accept us. We could say, I would like this. I would like to be accepted, but, you know, I can't let that be the value system of what I do Uh, I accept that at times I will not be accepted. And, you know, once you go, oh, I'll just face that. And 
the fact is, um, and this is this one thing I, I learned, and I've actually shared this with others. If I'm speaking uh, and somehow this comes into my mind, I'll say, all right, I want everybody to say to me, and this is, let's say somebody's really attacking you, uh, verbally um, uh, being harsh. Okay, so in your mind, you don't say it out loud, but in your mind you're saying, he has a problem. I'm not going to let his problem be my problem. I'm not going to let her problem Amen. be my problem. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to author, speaker, singer, and nationally recognized biblical counselor and syndicated radio host of her live call-in programs, Hope in the Night and Hope for the Heart, founder of Hope for the Heart Ministries, June Hunt. You can learn more about June's work, ministry, and mission and get her latest must-read, Conflict Resolution. You will be glad you did. June, it has been my great joy once again to bring your voice of healing and reconciliation to not only a nation divided, but especially the body of Christ, to the realization that while conflicts do exist, our ability to overcome them really is a reality. If we can do it in a godly way, your book, Conflict Resolution, lays that all out and beautifully so. We thank you, June, and God bless you. Thank you. It's an honor again to be with you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.